Genre. to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man one awkward household dynamic at a time. I'm Zach Luna. <laughs> I'm Scott Corelli. And my name is Alex Robinson. Hello, hey, Alex. welcome to the show, welcome. Alex. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure to, to be here. Yeah, yeah Go- Godfather Minutes, uh, Alex Robinson. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> for the plug. Among others. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, is that, what is that launching? Do you have a date yet? Well, we're shooting for late July at this point. I don't know when this will air, but uh, that's what we're shooting for. So, yeah. okay. If you're listening late, to this July, in late July, yeah, well, yeah. July 31st, just to be on the safe. Although my uh, <laughs> podcasting partner Pete the Retailer just announced that his sh- new show is coming out on August 1st. So let's say my show debuts July 31st. Perfect. Okay. Love it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds yeah. good. Alex, yeah. of course, if you haven't, if you if you guys don't, if you're like. Um, just a Spider-Man fan and weren't uh, in this whole movies by minute thing. Uh, Alex is uh, one of the two guys who uh, kind of started this whole trend. Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the hosts of Star Wars Minute. So uh, if you like Star Wars, what are you, what, why are you even listening to this show? Right. You should be listening <laughs> to Star Wars Minute. <laughs> There's so much content. <laughs> I know. I know. No. Uh, it is. Yeah. It's an honor. Yeah. It feels like we are. Uh, we're being officially sanctioned by the by the big guys at this point. So it's very, mm-hmm. <laughs> very nice to have you on, Alex. Uh, today we're talking Minute 61, uh, which starts with Harry saying, where do you go all the time? And ends with a flash of a camera webbed to a street lamp, I guess. Yeah, I think it's either a street as lamp a, or just a post. As opposed to, as opposed to flash the person. Yes, yes. The f- yeah. Super <laughs> a camera, camera flash. One of two yeah. options of Flash the Person, this in-universe and a second one in a probably a different Movies by Minute podcast at this point. Uh, so, right. Uh, I guess we should uh, start yeah, with where, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, where, where do you go all, to, all the time um, and the uh, around? Like that is that is like the main sort of like line exchange that I remember from the trailer the most. Oh, yeah. Um, is, <laughs> is that little... Yeah, it just it it really feels like that th- those two lines in a line that we'll we'll get to um you know uh, a month or month yeah. and a half down the line <laughs> I, f- I forget when that is yeah. um but uh, or how long into our schedule that is but yeah there's like there's like a couple of uh, a couple of lines that I remember very distinctly from the trailer and this is definitely uh, this is definitely a trailer line for sure it is it's perfectly underplayed. You know, like it's not, they don't hang a giant sign on it. He, he's not like winking at you. He's just doing a little shrug and around, you know, the, there's an, a tiny, tiny little note on the strings in the, uh, in the, the score there. And that's it. I, there's so many ways to overdo that moment. And I think it lands just right. 
And I think that it only lands the way that it does because thankfully Norman comes in to interrupt the conversation because, (laughs) because if, if Norman didn't come in and interrupt the conversation, like I imagine Harry's next question is what the hell does that mean? (laughs) It's kind of vague. Yeah. Yeah. A non-answer if there ever was one. (laughs) You know, I go to the bodega. Um, Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, get some pizza, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's a little it's a little vague, but thankfully Norman uh Storm and Norman uh comes comes waltzing over and uh ruins Norman's or ruins Harry's secret like immediately. <laughs> <And> it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the most like it, like dad and and teenage son dynamic. Yes. Like it, it's just it's it's perfectly executed because, you know, he's just like, when, when are you, when, when, when's he going to introduce me to this guy, this girl that he's dating? And, uh, and he's like, dad, stop it. And Norman <laughs> just looks at him and he's like, when am I going to meet her? Like he just, <laughs> he gets like kind of offended that Harry's yeah. like, I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I really like, uh, I really like that exchange and how, Norman just cannot read his own son at yeah. all. It's like a classic. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a psycho yeah. and he's a dad. And that, that combination results right. in this super awkward yeah. moment. Uh, right. I like uh, it's, it's almost. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Alex. No, I was going to say that I was, um, I'm a cartoonist in my day job and, mm-hmm. um, I once had the idea of pitching a story to Marvel Comics that they I wanted to do a Spider-Man series where you only saw him as Peter Parker. Oh yeah. And then like like periodically he would show up and he'd always be like, "Oh, listen guys, I got to go." And he would run off and then he would show up and he'd have like a black eye and like bruises <laughs> and stuff. They'd be like, "Oh my god, what happened to you?" He'd be like, "Oh, nothing, nothing." You know, you'd never see him actually battling crime or it would only be like in the periphery like you'd see a news report where they'd be like oh the green goblin's on the loose again and (laughs) yeah but you'd never connect that this was uh, because you would never suspect that your friend was spider-man i assume oh no not in i mean that's that's the thing right with the whole secret identity thing where like oh that's not believable the thing that people don't seem to take into account is that when you're watching a movie new york seems much smaller than it actually is yeah. <laughs> um and the idea that like your friend is that spider guy that you see in the newspapers on on tv every once in a while in like it. found footage like you it wouldn't even you wouldn't even think to connect the two like it doesn't yeah, it, like you know, like it, it. That that's the thing with secret identities is it would absolutely work because you would never connect your friend to the superhero. Like it just right. would never. You yeah, wouldn't even occur to you. I don't think. Yeah. yeah, like if so, it's like if a friend of yours was like, right. "I'm Taylor Swift" or something. Like your friend just like drops that on you one day. You're like, "No, you're not." Like that's not. That's yeah, not even right. the realm of possibilities. <laughs> Maybe Taylor Swift isn't the right uh, metric for uh, superhero sort of uh, <laughs> fame, but you know something so outlandish like that, like you know, beloved character actress Margot Martindale. That's been you know your next door neighbor the entire time. Probably not. Probably not something you would like actually think was possible in that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So this um, is a perfect scene from that comic. When did I you? Guess. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Cause I, well, I was going to ask Alex, um, did you, uh, were you just thinking about pitching that or did you literally pitch that? No, I thought about pitching it. I did not actually oh, okay. literally pitch it. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, well, like when, when was that? When did you come up with that? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember. Let's say 10 years ago, 10 years ago, but I don't remember for sure. Because there was a uh, there was a comic, um, a comic series called Spider Man Loves Mary Jane mm-hmm. that was uh, uh, basically a Spider Man comic from the perspective of Mary Jane and all of Spider Man's friends, mm-hmm. and and Peter was in it, but no one knew that it was Spider Man, mm-hmm. and they do kind of the same deal, and that's actually one of the ones one of the comics that they talk about a lot with the new movie. Hmm. Um, yeah. that just came out. And so, so like, I, I just thought that was interesting because you were like pitching Spider-Man loves Mary Jane. And I'm just wondering, like, I wonder if you, if it was just <laughs> one of those like things that, you know, like w- with creative uh, stuff where you're yeah. just like, you get like this idea and then somewhere s- someone else has the same idea at the same time and they're not connected in any way. It's just, it's interesting how those things always seem to happen. Well, I think I I have not read superhero comics regularly for like, you know, 25 years or something. Mm-hmm. So I, I think what tends to happen is I'll be like, you know, it'd be a fun idea for a superhero story to have Captain America do blankety blank blank. And then I'll right. tell like a friend of mine and they'll be like, yeah, they did that like 15 years ago. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> so out of touch that I don't know all these cool ideas I have have apparently been done in the, which I guess is, is a compliment to the comics industry that they're taking ideas I have <laughs> retroactively doing. So, uh, that's yeah, just good. for you. Yeah. 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 You, don't, yeah you don't get anything on the other end, but they do deliver the product in the end. It's like, have you guys watched the Netflix series Glow yet? The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling yeah, show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there's there's a bit in there about a very famous movie in the 80s, and one of the characters is talking about a script they've been writing for years and years and years, and as he's describing it to someone, they're like, no, that's that movie that just came out. Like, it's, yeah, they made a bunch of money this weekend. Everybody loves it. But just that feeling of like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good idea. Oh, no. That I had. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh please, no. Um, yeah. Uh, back, back to Norman here. I um, One of the things I love about his like dad intrusion on their conversation is that he sort of like literally butts into the conversation, not just verbally, but visually as well. That like he enters the frame and the whole you know, the mechanism of, of, of where the camera's looking, everything has to shift around Norman as he sort of like blunders his way into the space and makes what was, you know, what was a two-hander scene, a three-hander scene, essentially. But that the the world shifts when uh, Norman comes into frame. And so our, our view shifts entirely until we're at this, this space where we're looking up at Norman and Peter as like a team sort of looming over Harry uh, for, mm-hmm. for the one time that... that that uh toby gets to like land something on harry in the scene which i love no that's i i I like that a lot i i also i had um i i wanted to point out uh or i guess talk about Mm -hmm. franco's performance here as harry because i i mean uh, you know alex you have uh you have some experience with uh with with awkward uh young guys um (laughs) <laughs> Anakin. Um, wasn't Franco even up for Anakin at some point? I, I feel like that was the thing. That's in the rumor mill, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Sure. But anyway, in any event, um, this this moment to me plays a lot more like 
Harry has a Canadian girlfriend you've probably never heard of, <laughs> then then that he's secretly dating Mary Jane. <laughs> like the way that he's playing the scene, it's like, oh, don't don't tell my friend about my fake Canadian girlfriend, Dad. <laughs> Well, or that he is just like secretly gay, because based on this, I would assume like, well, he's probably gay. That's why. Oh, that's fair. So oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. true too. Yeah. yeah, that he's that he's like put up two different stories for the the close people in his life to like hide a secret there. That's a fun okay. interpretation there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, plays as well. It does. Either way, I just like the sort of weird nervous energy that Franco has there. Like he's a. He's a, he's a child caught in a lie, but he's also like a deer in the headlights, just kind of like, nah, I, I, I'm not, no. Well, Peter, you need a job, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the way that Norman lights up like a Christmas tree. Yes. When he finds out that Peter needs a job is uh, one of my favorite things. It's really um, great. It's really great. Yeah. Uh, he like, just, he loves Peter. He just loves him. He does. Yeah, and we almost have this like a uh, rebel without a cause type of thing where they change positions again, and now like Norman is literally a wedge in between Harry and Peter. Like when, <laughs> when Peter walks away to say like No, 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 I don't need it. He's like No, it's fine. There's just this like lovely shot of them with like uh, Harry at the desk, and then Norman standing up, and then Peter on the other side of the screen, where he's just this like mm-hmm. big honking thing in the middle of the two of them, and. Of course, I, I pay attention to, to Defoe's performance here because it's uniformly amazing in every scene that he's in, obviously. But I, I just like uh-huh. watching how hurt <laughs> Franco is in every frame of, of any interaction where his dad is involved. It's just, well, it's, it's real. just funny yeah. because he's, he's just like, I made a huge mistake by changing the subject to this because right, now yeah. I feel worse. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was trying to get the power back here and oh, no. Oh, no, I've made it so, so much worse. Yeah, well, okay, so the thing with Peter um, saying, uh, you know, that he likes to earn what earn what he gets. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to earn what I get, which he obviously got from his Uncle Ben because it's mm-hmm. a very, like, blue-collar opinion to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I just, I mean, isn't being Spider-Man enough? Like, isn't, isn't, isn't that enough of a struggle? Like, do you, like, why can't you take jobs that are offered to you? <laughs> like, I don't, I, I, I feel like, you know, it's, I guess it's, a, it's enough of a struggle to be Spider-Man and, mm-hmm. and doing the great power, great responsibility thing. But I mean, why can't Norman just offer him a job? It's not like he wouldn't give him something he wasn't qualified for. Like, yeah. And he did just you know, last week college say he student begging for a job. You know, he was right. like, that was his own way of phrasing it, that he was just desperate looking for one anywhere. And then one drops into his lap and no, thanks. Um, I mean, it, it plays well in the scene. It's It seems like he's being, you know, a nice young gentleman in the moment. But I don't know if like logistically for his actual life goals, if that's the right call, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> well, generally, generally, Toby's Peter is a little less desperate than comics peter mm-hmm. that's a good um, it. just yeah just just in general like like i just imagine like comics peter if somebody offered him a jo- job he's just like a job that pays oh my god thank you thank you so much <laughs> um 
you know, I don't know. Then again, yeah. then again, he hasn't been Spider-Man for very much for very long. So maybe he's not quite that desperate yet. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he hasn't quite gotten under understood the full weight of the world on his shoulders. Yeah. Cause I, I remember like getting out of school. I mean, I, I went to college before I was like supporting myself. Uh, but I remember like a family member offering me like a, a sum of money to help me get started and me having a weird feeling where I was like, Oh no, I, I, I want to like support myself on my own. I want to be fair about that. Whereas like, you know, five, 10 years on from that, I'd be like, Oh my God. Yeah, totally. I, I know exactly where I would put that money and what I would put it towards. I don't have no compunctions about accepting that help. But I, I almost felt like there was some sort of, um, I don't know, a, 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 a lack of really making it on your own uh, quality to to accepting help earlier on when the truth is that nobody nobody makes it on their own in any capacity and it's not it's not a bad yeah. thing to accept help if it's uh, generously given not with a bunch of strings attached um so i don't know i can see where he's coming I don't know. from alex yeah. you you made it on your own what do you what do you, what do you i mean you're a cartoonist right so like how did how did you how did you get started in that did you just draw I mean, did you just like write and draw your first thing and and self publish and move on from there? You're 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 making it on your you made it on your own, right? Well, it depends. That's I'll, qual- mm-hmm. I'll say yes, but with a qualified yes. Uh, okay, a friend okay. of mine was a power. A friend of mine's dad was a powerful industrialist and offered me a job at his company. And huh. I was like, sure, why not? Why would I? I'd be a fool to just turn that down. A job mm-hmm. literally being handed to me. But mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's how I uh, that's how I made it. Oh, oh, wonderful. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I had a question about Willem Dafoe. Yeah. <laughs> I assume you guys have talked about him uh, previous, before this minute. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yes. It, or is this the first time he shows up? Uh, no, he's no, no. Earlier. He's yeah, yeah. He's, he's got some, some science-y scenes earlier. <laughs> I remember yeah. when he first showed up, because what year did this movie come out? Uh, 2002, same as, uh, same as Attack of the Clones. Okay, so but this, to me, seemed like a... Uh, superhero movies were still relatively a new thing. Am I wrong about that? Oh, you're so right. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, there had only been X Men before this. Right. So th- in this in this new era, I guess. Mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe showing up in this to me seemed like a case of a uh, like uh, an actor slumming it. That he was just like, well, you know, they're offering me a ton of money to be in this movie. I and mean, nowadays, of course, every there's no actor who's too big to appear in a dumb superhero movie. No right, offense. Right, right. No, no. But like course. at that time, to me, it seemed it seemed almost shocking to see a you know because he was like a like a theatrical actor and you know mm-hmm. it was very shocking yeah, at the time. But I don't know that he was necessarily offered roles like this to mm-hmm. turn down. And so I think the the idea of being offered something like this, I, I, I would imagine even as a a sort of a thespian style actor like Willem Dafoe was at the time, mm-hmm. um, it was like it was like, you know, stage work. Uh, and 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 from what I remember, it was like it was literally stage work. Uh, that Boondock State Saints movie and mm-hmm. uh, Wes Anderson stuff. And that was. That's all I knew of Willem Dafoe before this came out. Oh, he did Platoon um, too, you know, in '86. Oh, but that was okay. like a respectable. Yeah, like, like a big respectable, movie. like Oscar-nominated movie. Yeah. Oh, I guess he was Jesus too. Actually, oh yeah. I always forget, I always forget that. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was he in? Uh, and I'm trying to find his. As we're just talking, I'm trying to find uh, 
his um, entry on. Was he in Deer Hunter? Or am I imagining that? I feel like uh, I know Christopher Walken's like the main guy in that, but maybe I'm uh, thinking of, of maybe I'm confusing it with um, of, of Platoon, probably. Christopher yeah, Walken. with Platoon. That might be yeah. why. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, but I mean, um, he, he'd been around, but he wasn't like a George Clooney type big star or something along those lines. He was, you know, yeah. that that guy who does like a, a weird off kilter, you know, performances in like in, important seeming indies or, you know, the occasional Oscar bait. But mostly is that that guy who's in the Worcester group in New York doing experimental theater. Um, right. So yeah. it's almost like he he didn't have a high enough profile to be regularly offered big things like this. But he also wouldn't normally be a thing you'd consider if you were like trying to stack the deck. Like, okay, I don't know if people are going to go for this capes and, you know, costumes movie, but let's put some big hitter actors in there. I don't know if he was a household enough name at that point to like bolster the success of the movie in any way. Um, There's no one in this movie who who would have done that. Yeah, Yeah. there's no there's no big star really in it. Kristen Dunst was probably the biggest at that point. Probably. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's probably about right. Was she, had had she, had to, <laughs> she had had Bring It yeah. On, I think, at that point. Um, that was probably that's her right. biggest hit at that point. Uh, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. even even then, uh, Kristen Dunst, I mean, she she went on and became a, a big star after this. Right. Um, yeah, I feel know, like everybody's biggest did. stuff is post this. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it, it was just an interesting, like, you know, all the factors aligning that would allow an actor of this type and of this caliber to be in this type, this kind of role and, you know, bring so much to the project because of it. There's no way this movie would have worked the way it did without Defoe as the villain. I think he anchors so much of it, uh, especially in, you know, even small scenes like this, how he shifts the energy in the room like you do. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Peter, after turning, uh, Norman down and, and earning, uh, even more of his respect, uh, much to, <laughs> much to, to Harry's backfire chagrin, um, <laughs> P- Peter then, uh, goes and gets some orange juice, which I guess he's going to drink out of that coffee mug, which is the most, uh, sure. <laughs> like college bachelor, uh, move, um, <laughs> Uh, what what is that coffee mug? It looks like what is that? Like the Wicked Witch of the West? What is that? On the... I don't know. It's somebody with a hat, just like a you know, like a little screen print of somebody wearing a hat on his coffee mug. And they've got a and they've got a gr- they've got a green face, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what uh, makes me uh, think well, it's it was... the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, that I makes sense. Know. I thought it was just that the cup itself was green, and that the whatever print goes over it oh. has green as the base color. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, though. I see. So could be some. Oh. I don't know, some weird tchotchke that he picked up somewhere. I was like, this is a perfectly good drinking implement. I won't grab any of these 18 glasses that are on the shelf next to my head. I'll just grab the mug that's here on the counter already. And that's going to be my yeah. go-to orange <laughs> orange juice drinking implement. <laughs> Sponsored by Triscuits. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Um, I, uh, I, I love that. I love that J. Jonah Jameson burned a front page with an ad <laughs> and, and not even, not even like really an ad because they're not selling anything. They're buying something like, yeah, well, it's like a personal, it's like such... a, it's like a classified ad more than a, yeah, yeah. Right. Ad. yeah. 
has the cover. Throw it on the front page. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, how would you know if like it was a real Spider-Man picture? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. yeah. How many? How many people before Peter gets there tomorrow had like come in with just you know their their neighbor dressed up in pajamas and like yeah. taking blurry Bigfoot shots of them or something like that? Like how many oh, of those really? little yeah, interviews? <laughs> If they're putting a front page ad, it's going to attract every wacko from here to uh, Staten Island. Yeah, especially because yeah. it's like a tabloid, like a subway, you know, uh, type paper that, you know, it's not like this yeah. is. I mean, we, we had a conversation with a, with a New Yorker on one of the previous weeks who was like, you know, it, the, the the level they're aiming at with this type of tabloid isn't quite like National Enquirer level things. But I, I believe um, the Post, the New York Post is what they're aiming at, which is. Not quite a crazy, you know, flying saucers tabloid, but much more of a like, you know, super opinionated. This is grab your attention type headline, you know, anything to sell mm-hmm. a paper type storytelling. Um, so I I think something with that big of a reach and that intensive a, uh, of a platform would probably bring a lot of weirdos out of the woodwork. Like just so many just lines of them yeah all all around in front of the flat iron building just like i got pictures of spider-man i got them give me and, that and reward really, <laughs> and really like how would you like would you even care like if you're if you're J. Jonah jameson and you just want pictures of spider-man do you care if it's real spider-man really probably not i mean yeah yeah i mean no one has gotten a good picture of him so a good picture of anything people would be like i guess that's spider-man i don't yeah. know in the case of Jolly Jonah, you think especially if someone like posted a picture of like Spider-Man punching a dog or pushing yeah. a window down the stairs or something, he'd be like, "Those are the ones you would want the most, regardless right. of if they were real or not." You would yeah, think so, yeah. If somebody came in after Peter that had like a uh, a doctored one, but gave him like fangs and extra legs and made him like a terrifying like monster, that he would run that one instead, even though he already knew he had the real one. Like just. That it would get more eyes on the on the paper or something like that. Uh, right. It's, it's mm-hmm. such a funny, funny, weird dynamic. At least it does say like, you know, read more exclusive story inside. So it's almost like in lieu of a picture of Spider-Man, we're going to drum up interest with this contest, contest right. you know, classified ad type mm-hmm. thing. And people still will be intrigued to read about, wait, the Spider-Man? What is the deal with the Spider-Man? And go in there. So, yeah, maybe it's. Maybe it's an okay uh, approach on his part. It just just seems like a gamble, <laughs> honestly. Uh, you know this uh, this uh, when 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 uh, Peter. So Peter says that he's he's thinking about a career in photography, mm-hmm. um, and we get we cut to this uh, th- this guy locking up the the uh, the cash car, um, the tri-state cash car, mm-hmm. and uh, he gets. He gets hit in the face with the gun, um, <laughs> but it's the worst face hit I've ever seen. I mean, this gun doesn't <laughs> get anywhere close to this guy's face. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. Um, uh, it th- That's the kind of thing that, like, maybe you don't do in a close-up. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Didn't look great. Didn't yeah. look great. But maybe he was yeah. probably so married to the like the opening camera move that like leads us into the gun and then shows the crime happening that he's like, oh, we gotta go with, we gotta go with the take that shows the gun entering the frame, even if it doesn't sell the hit itself. It's like, I don't know, right. no, 
no crazy people are going to be pausing this a minute at a time and talking right. about each frame. So we're, I'm right. sure it's fine. <laughs> I do. I do really like that establishing shot of the camera um, yeah. where it's it sort of like tracks it like cranes down from up above. And then you, you see the lamppost and then there's a, there's a camera and webbing in it. Like that's, that's pretty good. Oh, I it like feels it. Like a cool camera book. too. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. It's classic. It's got like um, Twenty pounds. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, it's strong web. It's got to hold him up, right? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. So it's uh, it's cool because like seeing a camera in webbing is just, it's a very iconically Spider. It's like it's just it's a very iconically Spider Man image. Totally. Um, totally. You know, and and I, I, it's it's really thrilling to see because it's not something we've seen in either of the other reboots. Like, yeah. you know, uh, Garfield never had to take pictures of himself because there was no Daily Bugle um, that he, he does, worked for. Anyway. He does, in the first one set up, he sets up a camera like in the sewers to try to like catch images of the lizard oh I think. right 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 yeah yeah but that's not, right i remember that but it's he just like sticks it to a wall you know there's something about right. it being it, it almost looks like the camera is caught in the web like a fly or something that like the web it's not a huge giant one it's like i mean it's a very impressive web by small spider standards but it's not a huge like we, there's criminals flailing around in it type web so it's almost like a touch of the surreal like there's just cobwebs up there and like wait a second there's a camera that like it, it almost looks like a, a creature caught in it rather than just like, oh, somebody glued that camera to that wall over there. There's something like theatrical and spooky and gothic about it that I really get a kick out of. That Probably that same part of my brain that like gets excited about Halloween stuff when I was a kid gets mm-hmm. excited about that imagery of the the hidden camera you know, strung up there with webs waiting on the street corner. What's going to happen? It's exciting. Yeah. And we don't yeah. find out what happens, I guess, in this minute. <laughs> There's uh, one the, flash of the camera. And the, yeah, the, well, the last note that I had is that these the robbers, uh, they're uh, they have those creepy masks um, that are clear, oh, but have yeah. like elements drawn on them. Yeah. It, 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 oh, it's so unnerving. I hate, I hate those it. masks. They, I didn't they freak even notice me out. that. Oh, yeah. I'll never be able to unsee that. Thank you, movies by minute format. For giving me <laughs> nightmares. <laughs> yeah. It's very unnerving. I'm not into it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, I guess uh I mean we've got we've got uh interview questions for you, Alex, but I think we're gonna we're gonna save those for the other two minutes because I think they're a little lighter yeah. um than this one. But uh we'll uh we'll get to that in the in the next two minutes. But uh why don't you tell people uh, where they can find you on the internets and uh, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, Godfather minute or whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to plug. You got stuff. <laughs> well, probably the easiest thing to do would be to go to comicbookalex.com. That's my, my personal website, which would have links to all my other podcasts and such. But uh Probably the thing I'm most famous for is Star Wars Minute, which is yeah, a podcast in which we do Minute. what you guys are doing, but about the Star Wars movies. And we're uh, we've made it all the way through Attack of the Clones. We start up uh, Revenge of the Sith this autumn. So uh, check it out, StarWarsMinute.com. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Well, uh, we will be back tomorrow. But in the meantime, uh, you can go check out the Spider-Man Minute Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group on Facebook. Uh, That's where people are always posting about uh, Spider-Man stuff and about things we talk about in every episode. So if you want to get in on the discussion there, go to uh, go go uh, search for the group on Facebook, Spider-Man Minute Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group. And uh, just send us uh, a request to join the group and, and we'll let you in as long as you don't look like a spam bot. Um, <laughs> if you if you look like a spam bot, I will I will turn you down uh, because <laughs> I've been I have I have let someone in thinking mm, they look a little spammy, but uh, I don't, I'll let them in. I'll let them in. They might be human. And uh, they were not. So uh, and I've regretted it ever since. So. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so don't, yeah. don't look like a spam bot. Yeah. Don't look like a spam bot. Uh, send a request and I'll, I'll let you in if you look like a human person. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow with minute 62. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.